Hey, hey, Gator Nation. Welcome back to Respect Our Decision. Respect Our Rowdies edition, guys. This is our brand new weekly basketball episode that we're going to do. And joining me, your boy Hirsch, as always, is our new host, Just for Basketball, Ryan Muse. Ryan, say hello. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Ryan is brand new to the podcasting world, man. He reached out to me not long ago and said he wanted to jump in and, and, and do some basketball stuff with us. He's very passionate about the Gators basketball team, follows it. A lot more probably than I do, as, as I've said, I say it about baseball, I say it about basketball too. I'm very awful about just reading the box score or following along on Twitter as, as all of y'all get real passionate about the game. Um, and then, hey, hit me at tournament time. Oh, we, we didn't make the NCAA tournament. We're in the NIT. Thanks, Mike White. Well, I, I guess I'll check a few of those games out. I've, I've, I'm very guilty of that, self-admitted, but – you know, Ryan's passion here. Maybe I'm going to get a little bit back more into it and, and watch some games so I can I can have some back and forth conversation and not just uh, rely on Ryan for all the uh, here's what's going on in the world of Gator basketball. <laughs> As always, guys, make sure you go and check us out. If you're watching this on YouTube, guys, you see it right above your head. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Drop a like on it. And in the comments down below, guys, give your score prediction for this week's game, Florida versus Tennessee at Tennessee. Uh, it's going to be a tough one. We're going to get to that one here in a little bit. We're going to probably uh, close out with that. We're going to talk about some other things before that. Guys, as you know, um, Gators got a much-needed win this week against Arkansas, 90-68, to coming off the heels of, obviously, the crushing loss to Kentucky at home, a game I think everyone would admit, it, you know, the Gators should have won. And then, I guess, just uh, – leaving their heads hanging, you know, they get beat by Ole Miss right on the backs of that. Ryan, I'm going to start with you on this. And, and this is a question I think all of Gator Nation wants to know. Why can the Gators not shoot free throws? <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. I mean, we completely <laughs> struggle from the line. Our bigs, I think Samuel, Samuel shooting 60% or under. I mean, it's, it's a struggle, but uh, – They've been working, supposedly been working a lot harder in practice shooting free throws and making time to shoot free throws. So hopefully hope we so. see that. We need it. Definitely need Man, it. Man, I, I feel like this has been a decade-long curse about the Florida Gators not being able to shoot free throws down the stretch. Um, and, you, you, and, you I'll know, never, y'all. <laughs> I'll never understand it. I'll never understand how you can't hit a free throw. That bothers at me least, at least at a, at a positive percentage. I mean, you know, to me, I, obviously, I I was not the most huge basketball. Uh, basketball was probably number three on my on my sports fandom growing up. Uh, baseball, football, and then basketball. Uh, I grew up in Atlanta, and the Hawks always suck, so basketball was tough for me. <laughs> so I was kind of like, oh, the Hawks are on, great. Um, Maybe I'll get to see Dominique dunk a few times. Other than that, I don't care. But, no, in all seriousness, like, you you sit there and you think and you you listen to anybody that talks about how basketball players practice. They Free throw shooting is like, you know, hey, every practice we, we shoot 100, we shoot 200, you know, however many it is. Um, we got to do something, man. Like – Something's got changed. It, this was – this is this is a bad hangover from, from the Mike White days and – God knows we don't need any hangovers from the Mike White days. 
But um, before we get into like we talk, we want to go and preview Tennessee, man. I really want to get your thoughts on obviously the landscape of all college sports have changed in the NIL era. Um, do you think now that that college basketball has really moved from high school recruiting being as important as it used to be? And, and maybe now it's, it's really just like kind of like what baseball has become, man. It, it's transfer portal, transfer portal, transfer portal. I mean, this team well, is, is is built pretty much from the transfer portal. They got a they got a lot of hype at the beginning of the year. I mean, a lot of people had us going, making a deep run into the tournament. But at the same time, with NIL, you're still going to have one and dones. I mean, realistically, and the G League is starting to get into the high school recruitments, so you're yep. seeing a lot of your best players go and bounce into the G League. I mean, you can't blame them, but I no, would, you can't. That's the one issue with uh, Golden's Golden staff is they do not they've not hit anyone at all on in the high school recruiting yet. We've not landed a major guy. I mean, you see, unfortunately, Mike White's still landing those five stars. Is are they turning out? That's crazy to me. It's just crazy yeah. to me. But if we can, I feel like if we can get more consistent and landing the elite talent out of the transfer or not transfer portal out of the high school recruiting. I mean, we just had a uh, recent prospect. Well, he ended up eliminating us, but BJ, um, he ended up going to Baylor. He was down to Baylor and Duke. And we yeah. was heavy into that recruitment for a long time. But Yeah, the, we, my, my major concern with, with obviously with the portal recruitment as far as basketball goes, and like you said, there's so many ones and dones, G League is you just don't get the continuity, you know, that sometimes teams that you got guys together for at least a couple of seasons. Now, you like you said, it to me it's a revolving door, and I think it's going to make it a lot harder for fans such as myself, you know, that I, admittedly a, more of a casual basketball fan. It's going to become much harder for us to get into following our favorite team because, oh, wait, what happened is, you know, if you're not a hundred percent following her all the time, hey, what happened to so and so? He would, you know, what happened to these three guys? They're here and they're gone. Okay, who are these new four or five guys? Like, you know, it's and you know, college football. Obviously, we talk about football on our main show a lot and recruiting and portal and all that. But when you're talking about an 85 man roster, five or six guys in the transfer portal, or maybe you know, nine to ten, you. I don't know. It, it seems like you just seemingly remember those those guys. You don't have to know their names quite as much, like unless it's a big time guy. You know what I'm saying? On a on a college basketball roster that's so much smaller, I look and I'm like, wait a minute, who? Where? What happened to the team we had last year? You know, because but now that's where you have to, like I said, you have to start following along a little every little thing. Okay, what five guys went? to the G league or went pro or decided to test the waters. And what are the new five, six transfers we're bringing in now? Do you, I mean, do you, do you think well, golden strategy is a sound strategy? I, I hate to say that I, to me really and truly, I feel like if we don't shoot ourselves in the foot so much this season, we're completely turned around. If we hit free throws against Kentucky, that's a big win. 
Absolutely. That leads you into momentum against Ole Miss. And unfortunately, we were dead as a door now in that game. I mean, you see, yeah, you, you see momentum just completely shift from us, and our team didn't have the composure to to follow along with it or to fight the tide. And, and ultimately, you know, that, that falls on your head coach. I mean, that's – Yeah. We're no, <laughs> we're, we're no strangers. Me and you talked about it before the, before the game. We're talking about uh, Mike White and his, and his scoreless droughts and whatnot. And we're no, we're no uh, strangers to lulls in, in yeah. a performance. And, and you, can't, you can't have those now, especially when you've run your record like you had. You've had some bad losses. I mean, you had the Wake Forest loss. Um, you know, the Kentucky loss, obviously not a bad loss. Highly ranked team. You lost by two points, but you can't turn around and yeah. have that old miss loss. And I mean, you had sent me a message. Hey, I'm just telling you now, we lose to Arkansas. Uh, you know, we lose this Arkansas game. We can pretty much kiss the tournament goodbye. Yeah, I mean, have that's, to win. That's, yeah, that's a have sad to situation to run yourself into that. You know, that kind of corner already. But yeah. that's what I think. That's what I think one of the challenges is you run into when you put together a roster of so many guys that don't know each other. I mean, and I could be completely wrong and that maybe at the end of the day that falls on the head coach to be able to pull those guys together in a quick, timely manner and, and get them to win ball games. Uh, but the big time recruiters still recruit, you know, Calipari is still yeah. out there recruiting. Well, Mike White, like that's- I said, <laughs> Uh, that's the thing with Cal Perry's teams too. Is no matter what, he's always going to have five NBA talent players, and they always struggle at the beginning of the year. And then, seemingly, it almost every single time they hit their stride right before the SEC tournament, and then they start making. I mean, they don't have these walls that we have, unfortunately. And whenever they hit that SEC tournament window, going on into the NCAA tournament, they start making runs and. They're proud to do it now because they have two extremely good guards. Yeah, so like we were talking about, now now you run, you got to make this trip to Knoxville. And and Tennessee basketball has just gotten better, better, better. And this year, you're... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Talking about a really, really good squad. Um, you Like we were talking about before the show, haven't lost a home game all season. Um, yeah. You know, they lost a couple of neutral site games. They've lost two away games, North Carolina, Mississippi State. Um, if you were going to make have a statement game, <laughs> this would be this that game. Is this is the opportunity. But I don't think anybody – I don't think you would argue. You're going to have to play a perfect game from buzzer to buzzer. You're not going to be able yeah. to have scoring droughts. You're going to meet – you're going to need to make probably what – I'm. 70% of your free throws at minimum. <laughs> have to, I mean, have to capitalize on the turnovers too. I mean, yeah, 
This um, what, what can you tell us about that Tennessee game? Yeah, I'm sorry to walk, run over you there. But, yeah, what can no, you tell you us about this Tennessee team? They are a veteran team. Um, they still have Escovi. Um, they've got uh, – I can't think of his name – Ziegler. And then they have prob- arguably the best player in the SEC conference, Dalton Connect. He is a real deal dude. I mean, he scored 36 the other night against – uh, Georgia, I mean, he's on big runs. But fortunately for us, Ziegler and Vescovi haven't been hitting their shots or um, Josiah Jordan-James. Those three haven't been playing well down the stretch here recently. So if we can capitalize off that, but whoever's guarding Connect is going to have their hands full because he's going to get his. Yeah, I mean, and you know with those star players, they're always going to, you know, you're going to have that guy that always gets his points no matter what. What you need to do is obviously minimize the damage from everywhere else on the court. Um, obviously, I just said a lot of obvious things about what it's going to take to win the game. What would, what do you think the keys for this for this Florida Gator team to do to be able to pull out a win on the road in Knoxville? Rebounding and finishing <laughs> finishing shots. I mean, we see it so much, and we need another big game from our guards. Our guards and Kugel, they have got to play well. Our, I mean, we've seen it. Pullen and Clayton have been playing their butts off for the last four games, this, this last stretch. They've been playing so good. We need Samuels to start picking it up more, which fortunately he averaged a double-double last game. So maybe we'll start to see him coming in. But we have got to find other people to score outside of Clayton pulling. I mean, they've been the most reliable guys. Kugel's been so – he's been so back and forth here lately. We need a big game from him. That's that's really and truly that's what we need. So, obviously, you you know, you're not going to be favored in this game. It just is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, you have to – Obviously, if, if you're sitting here as a betting man, you're like, well, Tennessee is most likely going to win this game. But, you know, obviously, you're going to expect a spirited effort from our boys as we go up there and try to win this game. But if you don't, um, is there still a viable path to the tournament? How many how many more losses do you think this team can actually afford on this stretch? Yeah. I'm looking at the upcoming stretch right now, and we have Missouri, Mississippi State, <laughs> UGA, and then Kentucky at Rupp. I'll go ahead. And then and and, and then Auburn after that down the road. <laughs> yeah, you can go ahead and bet. I hate to say it, we're not beating Kentucky at Kentucky. That's no, just not not just the not Kentucky happy. and and the refs. We're not beating both. Yeah. Can't beat them. Um, it makes it a lot tougher. I mean, you need this win. That's because I mean, if you look, Missouri's eight and eight, Mississippi State's twelve and four, Georgia's twelve and four. So I mean, they're okay programs, but this is the statement game, and this is your quad one win that you need. Um, it just makes it a whole lot tougher. You've got a couple of games that you just can't squander opportunities. We've made it so tough on ourselves now. Yeah, if you look back at it, I mean, like you said, there, there, you got to have that one signature win, and, and we just don't have that. You had a close loss to Kentucky. You had a close loss to Baylor. I mean, either one of those went our favor, then, you know, the conversation is probably a lot different. 
Yeah. Um, obviously, like I said, you had two losses in, in, in Wake Forest and then that old Miss loss. That old Miss loss was just such an ugly loss. You and know, Ole Miss is another team. They've, they've been undefeated at home, too. I mean, Beer's yeah. done a really good job in that program. It's just, it's whenever you see that that triple digits hung on the board, it, it just looks so ugly. <laughs> I'd be lying to you if I said that I didn't turn the game off. Ooh. I mean, it was just, I I was just so frustrated watching it because you, you could just tell by, just tell the team wasn't into it. They was done. Yeah. Ready to go back, ready to leave Oxford. And that's, and that's terrible because, you know, that's the, you expected that a little bit under Mike White teams, you know, but yeah. there's been so much hype under Golden, under, you know, the young, exuberant guy. Yeah. You know, and hopefully he's getting there, hopefully. But once again, I mean, you, you know, we've seen this in football with Billy Napier. Now we're seeing it at Todd Golden. You know, a lot of hype, a lot of hype, a lot of hype. And then, you know, we're just kind of – well, I can't say that the basketball team's probably a little ahead of the football team on hype still because you are winning some games. But yeah. you still don't have that big victory that you're like, now we're turning the corner. Now we're starting to see why we brought this guy here. And, you know, you lose this game and you lose another one. You know, you you lose to Kentucky at Rupp, even though you expect it. I mean, like you said, that fan base is going to start to turn a little bit. And it's going to start to be like, all right, Scott Strickland made another, you know, <laughs> eh, eh, higher. And, and I hate that that's the fan base we are, but, you know, we, we do sure. expect we expect greater things. So, yeah. I mean, we've been we've definitely been spoiled within. I mean, the last 10 15 years, we were spoiled. I mean, we had absolutely. so many good runs. Well, hopefully, hopefully, we knock on some wood, man. We can we can pull something out here in Knoxville. I don't, one, I'm not going for the moral thing. victories. <laughs> yeah, one last thing I want to say is no dumb fouls. Yes. Please, yes. No uh, well, and that goes along with keeping your head up and keeping your head in the game and playing smart and and yeah. not getting to a point where you're like, uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm we're not getting the calls. We're not. This ain't going right. My shots aren't falling. And then you start, you know, it. it once again, it's no different than than the football team. You, you play disciplined. You play smart. You play for. Well, in this case, obviously two halves, but <laughs> yeah. but. You, you've got to see these guys go up there and fight against a, a team that obviously everyone's going to favor to beat, a rival team in in our eyes anyways. Yeah. Um, it would be a great statement victory, man. We 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 sure do need one. This, this basketball program, for the sake of recruiting, for the sake of everything right now, needs a statement. Uh, I'd call it an ESPN victory, you know. <laughs> um, we need right something. Now, Right now, we're just not the we're not the talk of much anything other than us complaining on social media that you know we 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 suck at this, we suck at that. I'd love to see us get a big victory over Tennessee because I love nothing more than bragging it over Tennessee fans about beating them. But um, guys, we appreciate you checking out this new show here, and this show's gonna get bigger and better, man. This is our first run of it. Uh, Ryan's first go at a, at a, at podcasting here, so we're just we're breaking him in, getting him used to it. Um, he's gonna get out there, man, and and do some research on some 
go to recruiting as far as basketball goes for future episodes so he can hit us up with any recruiting news and, and maybe guys that we're target, targeting, excuse me, not only on the recruiting trail, but in the portal, you know, on the portal trail. Obviously, that won't come till later on as far as basketball goes. But um, as, as Todd Golden continues to try to shape this roster and get this, this Florida Gators basketball team back on track and back to where we expect it into the NCAA tournament and hopefully further down the line. Uh, Ryan, I sure do appreciate you, man, for joining us, and I sure do um, look forward to, to what we can make with this little show. I know a lot of guys don't. Don't, there's not a lot of basketball content out there, so I'm sure a lot of people will be thankful for it. Well, I appreciate you having me on, giving me the opportunity to talk about this team. A, this could be a special team. We'll it see where, where it goes. Yeah, man. I, I hope I hope they find it quick and 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 make something you know happen that that we can all be proud of. And like I said, have something to to cheer about on social media right now in a time where a lot of people are just down on a lot of things around the Gator program. But you guys keep your heads up, man, and um, cheer those guys on this weekend. Hopefully we pull out a big victory. Check this show out, like I said. Drop a subscribe on the channel if you're new here. Maybe, you know, you haven't been watching because you're a basketball fan and we didn't have any basketball content. Well, here you go. We're here for you. Um, We'll be here each and every week. We're going to try to do this on Monday nights and and go ahead and publish it on a Monday night, Put put it out there. Tuesday morning as well, so y'all can find it. Until then, guys, go Gators. Go Gators.